With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, how are you doing? This is Brandy Mullen, and you are on the Goddess Central Radio Talk Show. And I am so excited that you decided at this hour to tune in. Um, to this broadcast that we've been doing for a while now. Um, like I said, my name is Brandy Mullen, and um, I started off this broadcast actually as the Brandy Mullen Radio Talk Show. And as time went on, it definitely evolved into another show, which is The Goddess Central. You can always tune into The Goddess Central every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by calling 724 444 7444 extension 22030. Or you can go online at www.talkshoe, like your shoe on your foot, talkshoe.com forward slash TC as in Topcat forward slash 22030. We have a awesome show planned for you tonight, so I hope that you are ready to um, give your inputs about um, life, and relationships and friendships. Hello? That she's had for a while now, and... She's also the um, mother of two. So with no further ado, I would like to introduce you to my best friend, Diamond Sears. How are you doing, Diamond? I'm doing good. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the show and and being a special guest. Um, Like I said, everybody, she's been my best friend for 23 years. We actually met um, when we were, you know, of course, we're not that old, but we were very young. And, um, you know, it's just awesome to have a best friend that has lasted all of these years. And, like, we're not just, like, one of those one of those people, like, oh, we've been cool throughout the years. We just, you know, we're just okay. No, this is, like, my ace from cool. My, um, this woman besides, you know, the person you spoke with last week um, that was a special guest, which is Capri Locker, these two women have been very influential in my life and um, has been um, – just a joy to have um, throughout the years. Um, but Diamond is the oldest friend that I do have. And um, I just want you to introduce yourself and talk about yourself a little bit. Get the, um, you know, our um, goddesses out there to get to know who my best friend is. Okay. Well, my name is Diamond Sears, and I am 29 years old. I am office manager of um, Housing Home Care. Um, we are located in Hartford County, Maryland. I am also the owner of an online boutique, DS Indulgence. We sell trendy clothes for 
this generation. Um, I also have two children. I have a 10-year-old daughter. Her name is Sonata. And I have a 6-year-old son. His name is Jason Jr. Okay, okay. So um, you're 29 and you have, like, your hands totally full. I mean, I know this personally, but you have, I mean, you wear so many hats from being a mother, I'm an office manager, and then you have your own boutique. But not only that, you're a wife. You're also, um, I mean, the most creative woman I've ever met. I mean, this girl can take anything and make something out of it. Like, um, we'll tell um, stories of what when we were growing up a little bit later. But um, how do you keep it all together, you know, while you are um, wearing all these hats that has to be, like, really exhausting? It is exhausting, but my kids are my motivation. They keep me going. When I get frustrated, I save that for people at work that are getting on my nerves. I don't take my frustration out at home. I just save it till I get to work. That's what helps me keep going. Yeah, because I I couldn't even, you know, as you guys all know, um, I'm single and I don't have any children, never been married. And um, I get all of my um, I get all of my questions answered because, of course, I don't have that experience in that area. So I call her, and she's like, "Girl, you know, you're gonna have kids. You're gonna be married. You know, you know, you can do it. You know, because a lot of you guys know here, God is central that I am. You know, that's a part of my life that I haven't journeyed into yet. But, um, you know, I know you said you have um, a ten year old, which is, you know. Um, Sonata, which I know, you know, it's my godchild, but um, I know that both of your both of your children, um, Sonata and Jason, are both very active, and um, I know Jason does martial arts and football, and Sonata loves dancing. So not only are you wearing all these hats, but they have hats of their own that they, that they have to kind of keep up with. You know what I mean? Like they are, um, you're starting them off early with being very talented and, and making sure that you're nurturing their talents. So um, talk a little bit about that. Well, my kids are very passionate about their activities, so it's kind of easy for them to keep up with the things that they're doing. Sonata has been dancing forever. She was dancing when she was a baby, but she just came to me one night and she said, Mommy, I want to dance. So I found her, you know, some dance classes, the ones that I thought were the best and could help her develop as a dancer. And she practices all the time so her feet hurt and bleed. That is that is real. Dancers really go through that bleeding feet. So, um and my son, he he was in um taekwondo and now he is in football and he just he has a, a wonderful capacity for learning. Not only does he play football, but he knows almost everything about football. He can tell you stats and he's only six years old, so he can call the plays on TV. I don't know anything about sports, but I am team mom, and I show up. I'm there every game, handing out water, putting Band-Aids on, all kinds of stuff. So I'm really active in anything that my kids are doing, and as long as they're passionate about it, I will keep kicking out the money and paying for it because it is not cheap. Um, so, um you know, between, okay, so let me just ask you this, because you, like I said, a lot of hats, and, you know, 
you know how to balance it out, and you've been doing this for, you know, a long time because um, your oldest is almost, I mean, she's like almost a preteen. Um, how do you find time for diamond, like diamond time, like when um, when you could just, you know, because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of women who are listening today who feel as if, you know, I don't have time, you know, I don't have the time, but, you know, I want to do more, I don't have the money, and you found a way to make all of this work, I mean, everything, um, which I'm not surprised, though, because um, me knowing you, that's the type of person that you are, you're going to make it happen by all means. But, you know, every woman needs that time for herself where she can reflect and grow and and um, gain some type of um, self-awareness. And I'm just wondering, in the midst of all of this, um, do you do that? And if you do, you know, because I'm pretty sure there's someone listening that's like, you know, I really need some advice because what you're doing and um, the responsibilities that you have um, are very tough, you know. And But, I mean, it's pretty rewarding when you see your kids, you know, like you said, Samata, she's really into her dance and, um, all different forms of dance, and then, you know, Jason, and, you know, you see them grow and be smart children, and, you know, it's very rewarding. But when does Diamond have time for her? Well, I sneak in my me time, right? a little bit here, a little bit there, unless I have time to just, you know, go out for the night. But, you know, sometimes I walk around Walmart for three hours just to, you know, take a break and decompress, but, you know, I have the support of my family and my husband um, to take the kids so that I can breathe or relax, take a bath, work out, see a movie, so I just have to sneak that time in, you know, when they're asleep, I'm awake, I'm relaxing, I'm watching TV, I'm on the phone, or I wake up early and work out, that kind of thing, so, yeah, I do have to sneak it in, but it's not always easy, but... <laughs> I, I, I definitely have walked around Walmart for three hours and didn't buy anything. I just needed to be by myself. So that was the only place that I could go be without my family and not have somebody calling me mommy. <laughs> Girl, I couldn't even imagine, but I know that you do it very well and you do it without complaining. So, um, I want to be like you when I grow up, <laughs> literally, because um, it has to be, um, I mean, just, I mean, because we're 29, we're both 29, our birthdays are actually three days apart, um, so we're team, you know, team Pisces, um, and she's always, let me tell you this, y'all, she always grew in my face how she was older than me, um, her oh, birthday yeah. was Yeah, I'm, I'm older than you by three days. But what's so funny is we're getting ready to turn 30. <laughs> Are you ready for 30? Like, how do you feel about turning 30? I don't know. I mean, I don't feel 30. I still feel 17. So, yeah, I'm going to celebrate, but I'm not going to feel old. I still look good. So, I'm, I'm not, not afraid of 30. 30 better be ready for us. <laughs> I know that's right, girl. Um, I was saying that to myself. To, well, we, her and I were having a conversation, 
and we were just like, we don't look 30, you know, like, and I don't know what 30 looks like, but we don't have no wrinkles. Um, I, I had a couple gray hairs. I pulled them out, though. I heard, do you remember back in the day, like, our grandmas used to be like, if you pull them out, five will grow back, you know. I'm hoping five don't grow I pull back. I mine out, too, though. You do? Yes, I do. <laughs> What's funny, you know, I think the evolution of our friendship um, has been um, amazing because I can remember us being in, like, third grade, and, um, you know, we we were too cool for school always. You know, when all the other kids were running down to the playground, we was the last ones, and then we had, like, our, uh, like, when people would be on our, I don't even know what that thing was we used to sit on, Back in the day, um, it looked like, I don't know if it was a balance beam or gymnastics thing. You know that thing we used to sit on? I don't even know, like, what that was. I don't even know what the name of that thing was. But we used to sit there, and um, we used to talk about, like, getting our periods. That was, like, the hot topic when we were, like, seven, well, the eight or nine. At that age, you're, like, eight or nine. But we were talking about uh, we were getting our cramps and that we had pads in our purse <laughs> and that we were going to get our period. <laughs> and, like, you know, and then from there to um, us going through that awkward middle school stage, that stage is, like, the most, uh, you know, that middle school stage is, like, I mean, you, you're you're going into puberty. You know, you don't quite get it. <laughs> you know, you're still, like, a kid. Um Everybody, like, I remember that sixth-grade yearbook, everybody looked crazy, like. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> some people still had, like, ponytails in their hair because you're, like, 11, you know what I mean? But you're but you're getting boobs and, you know, periods. And, you know, well, she, I, I had, I think I was the last one to have my period. But I think I was in middle school when I got mine. But, um, you know, the evolution of our friendship from that, to us um, venturing in makeup, <laughs> and she got me wearing makeup, y'all. It was so funny. Like, we was oh walking God. around. Did you say, I got you wearing makeup? Yes, you did, because I didn't know nobody else who was wearing makeup. And I remember we used to wear that. I don't even know what type of makeup we was buying, but that stuff was caked on, girl. Love and, <laughs> and we used to walk around, and it was hot outside, with a face full of makeup on. I mean, like, <laughs> and we just knew we was hot stuff. Like, and we, you know, um, and then, you know, the back in the day we wrote letters all the time. So we went from that to high school, um, going through that, you know, first the first couple of years, awkward stages, dating boys, and some of the guys, I'm not even going to mention any names. I would never do that out on, on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, going through that, calling each other on the phone, like, oh, my God, girl, I went, I went on that date. Uh, it was like, you know, and, you know, every time we went out, it was like we would call each other on the phone, like, girl, I got to tell you what happened. Um, I, and, you know, I'm not going to talk about it all because um, I'm pretty sure Virgil Mullen, which is my father, might be listening in, so I'm going to keep calling that. You know, so that he won't lose his mind, like, what in the world? But, uh, <laughs> but you know, the evolution of our friendship. And then um, from there, you know, um, I went away to college. She was in college, but she also, um, you know, began her family. So she was going to school and began her family. Um, 
from that to me not knowing how to cook, me coming home from school, you frying chicken for me. I mean, like, we've been through, like, everything. I think I've I've never been there for um, the birth of her children, which I feel really guilty about. But, I mean, just the evolution of now us talking about relationships and being um, married and, and having children. I mean, it's just it's it's a great feeling to be able to have a female friend that you can, um, you know, that it's not about, like, the jealousy and the envy and the hating and the, you know, you know, like, it's just, you know, women don't have, and, and I'm just going to say this, and that's why I love this show because God is central. It's women coming together on one accord um, where it's not any jealousy, hatred. You know, we all can relate to each other. Um, well, how do you feel about the evolution of our friendship? I think that we are blessed. I think that, you know, even distance couldn't put a barrier in our relationship and our friendship. That's because you're like my family. I, I mean, I don't even consider you a friend. I don't call you my best friend. I call you my sister. My kids call you Auntie Brandy. They already know. You know, I'm just so lucky to have a friend like you because, like you said, there is no jealousy, no hatred. We can be real with each other. I can tell you how I really feel about stuff, stuff I don't even tell my real sister. And you get it. You just understand me, and we will be friends forever. So I'm I'm real happy that you're my friend. I'm happy that we're friends, too. Like, it's um, it's really, um, like you said, the distance couldn't even – um, stop us from being friends because I'm in Ohio and she's in Maryland. We grew up in Maryland, um, you know, and then, like, we we always talk about, you know, she did have a family and I didn't. It was like we, we were, like, on total opposite spectrums, but we could learn a lot from each other, and I think that that's awesome. And, you know, it was a fear, I think, you know, like, at one point um, for me because I thought, like, wow, like, she has a family, she has children, you know, and, like, I'm, like, <laughs> you know, living on my own, you know, don't have, you know, any children, never been married, never, you know, even bought a home or, you know, anything like that. And I was just, like, I, I was afraid that that distance or, like, us not having the same realities, you know, would um, cause a drift, but it didn't at all. Like, every time we talk, it's, like, we're catching each other up on what's going on, and I think that that's awesome. Um, while we're sitting here talking, I'm looking um, in the message board to see if there's anybody who um, has tuned in that would like to say anything, and I don't see anybody in there, but um, for those of you who, you know, are listening via um, computer or tablet because you can, you know, tune in on the actual website, um you know, call in and talk to us. The number is 724-444-7444, extension 22030-POUND. And when you call in, um, I can see that you're in the message room. And for those of you who are on the website who are tuning in, you can, there's also a, a message board, like a like a um, a chat room on the actual website, that if you have questions, if you want to, um, say anything, you know, you can definitely say it there. Um, and I'm also going to start posting some things via Facebook um, so that if people have anything to say from Facebook, um, 
that'll be cool too. But let me ask you a question. We're gonna get kind of um a little bit, you know, I'm not gonna go too too personal. But I know that you're married and I know that um you and um you and him have been together for is it eleven or twelve years now? Is it eleven years? Yeah, eleven years. Eleven years. Okay. Um, so after being with somebody that long, um, because I've I've never you know been <laughs> with anybody that long. I mean, I can't even imagine like, um, you know, just like, I mean, having that much longevity. Um, how do you feel about like? I'm just going. I'm just gonna say it. Like your sex life. <laughs> like like when like when you've been together with somebody that long and you um I'm not telling you to get you know, personal, but if a person is listening right now and they've been with their mate for a really long time and they're just trying to whether it's eleven years, five years, six years, and you're trying to keep it going and keep it spicy, what would be some of the things like you would say, um, you know, or, or advice you would give? Um, that could help somebody because I'm I'm curious to know. I really hope your dad's <laughs> not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. If you are, I, I do apologize. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm lucky, you know. Um, me and my husband didn't have that problem. I don't think it is because we never say never. I never say that there's something that I won't do because. With the right amount of liquor, I'll do anything. So you got to keep it spicy. But, I mean, if you just got together, I'm not saying you should be doing everything. you got to save something or you, you won't have anything to do in 10 years. So, you know, little by little. And, you know, if you're not married, I definitely wouldn't be giving it all up because, like they say, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? So, yeah, just keep it spicy. I do read a lot online. I I have about 30 books on sex. I'm not even going to lie. Somebody actually questioned me about it because I got sex books in my living room, and I got two kids. But um, I just never want to get bored. I mean, I'm not going to be here forever, so I definitely want to have good sex while I'm here. But I think that my husband will say the same thing. I, ne- I never say no. So I'm pretty much up for anything. And I wasn't I'm always like that. I wasn't always like that. Where do you know that? I, no, you weren't like you know, that at all. We, had, we have had conversations, and you had to coach me through it, but I got this. <laughs> I got this. Yeah. And I was I put up a post um, last week on um, Facebook, and there were some women who were saying, you know, keep it interesting. Like you said, you know, try different things. Um what I would say is, like, with your kids being home, like, you know, some people were saying last week on Facebook when I was posting, like, things about the show that you got to kind of sneak and have sex. Um, was that – was nighttime a good time for you, or is it, like, those spontaneous moments in between that are better? I feel like this. Um My kids are lucky to have their mom and dad. You know, I didn't have my mom and dad. And I probably would have given anything to overhear them having sex. 
they weren't together. You know what I mean? So I'm not, not saying that I have sex in front of my kids, but we don't hide it. If, if we in the laundry room, we in the laundry room. I'm going to close the door. So I'm not that, – that's important to keep your relationship together. You don't want to just strictly have sex at night and your man is bored, then he leave you. How's that right. for your kids? So, you know, I, I, I keep my door closed even when I'm in the room by myself. So when we're in here together, they don't think anything. So I keep a lot of doors closed. They knock on the doors. <laughs> it's, it's just a good routine to have. You might not think about it until that one day your child walk in on you because they're used to just walking in the room. My kids know. They knock on every door. You never know who's going to be in there. So that, that's what I do. But I definitely don't restrict myself to just having sex in the bed or at night. Okay. And see, and that's what I'm going to go to. I'm going to try to go back to some of the um, message room uh, comments because that's what people were saying. Um, I know Melanie um, from saying, you know, hey, you got to keep it spicy. You got to find a way. You know, like you said, never say no. Hello. Not a lot of women keep themselves up. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Not a lot of women keep themselves up um, when it comes to, you know, like when they wear so many hats, it's like, I can't even do my hair today. I've seen, so I remember, um, you know, I'm just going to say this and let it go, but I remember when we were growing up, I remember some people's moms, like they would just like, they they didn't even do their hair. I used to just be like, dang, like she didn't even care today. Like, I wonder how that feels. Like, you know what I mean? Like because she was wearing so many different hats. Like, so if you don't even care about yourself, um, you know, grooming yourself, you definitely ain't getting it in. I mean, I'm just saying. So, you know, I think it's awesome when people can manage all of that and still keep a um, keep a passion for each other. I think that that's awesome. Um, what? Like, even with, like, um, when the kids were younger, because now they're older, so there's a lot of things that, you know, the the situation has evolved with, you know, the kids. They're not, like, little kids. But um, Jason's still, you know, he's kind of small, but I think he thinks he's grown. <laughs> but um, when they were even younger, um, what were some things that, because, you know, you were you were in your 20s and you were, um, you know, you were married and, you know, you had children. And a lot of times it's hard during that time period for women to actually have an identity. You know, your mom, your wife, your somebody, you know, you're taking care of other family members. You know, you're always busy. Um, how were you able to keep your identity as Diamond, like, like the diamond that I know, like it's it's amazing how you and I could talk, and it's just like we always talk. But sometimes a woman will lose herself, like completely, like to the point, like you talk to her and she, you don't even know who the hell this girl is. Like who the hell is she? Like, like what happened to you? 
you know, and but to, it's amazing to me that throughout your 20s, um, you've managed to be the CEO of a boutique. You've managed to be an office manager and be a full-time mother and be a wife and, you know, take, you know, have um, been there for other family members, but still remain diamond at all times. How do you do that? Because, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, it, it, it looks on the outside like I'm still diamond, but every day I work on that. Every day, you know, I find a little bit of myself from 2003, 2004 that I kind of let go, you know, and I work on it every day. Like, it, it was things that I did in high school that I don't do anymore. I used to write poetry. I was so, you know, into myself and I sacrifice a lot for my kids, but I got to take a little bit back for myself. I'm not going to have anything to give to them, you know. So I just work on it every day, self-improvement. It, it's just a process. So I, so I started working out again because I have let myself go. I've done that, you know. I've gotten caught up in my husband and, you know, forgotten to get my nails done. And you don't realize how important that is. It's expensive for women to keep themselves up, but it is something that you should put in your budget. You want your man to always look at you like you're the hottest thing out there, but you actually have to be the hottest thing out there. And and that's very true, you know, always um, staying sexy. I think, you know, with sexiness, though, that's an inward thing. Like, you know, um, you know, I think sometimes, in my experience, and you know, like I said, I haven't had a lot of experience as far as marriage and kids, and you know, I haven't had any. But as far as I have um, the outlook that I've seen, you know, I'm an observer of people always, so I'm always like curious of of people. But um, one thing I've noticed is that a woman may start out, you know, for a man, like wearing sexy clothes and you know, getting her hair and her nails done and, you know, um, you know, doing all this stuff to try to get the man. But then once she gets the man, you know, it's like that stuff kind of falls through, you know, the cracks and next thing you know, like she's no longer doing that. So I think sexiness comes from the inside. It's definitely something that um, if you don't think that you are, no man, and I don't care if you are have the sexiest body in the world, and, I mean, you, you out here cold for real. Like, if you don't have that inward, I am sexy, I am beautiful, I am, you know, gorgeous, regardless of what any man says, even if you do look good and you're trying, um, it's not, you don't exude that, and that kind of shows. Um, and I know, I don't, and maybe I don't know, because, I mean, you have, I mean, we do live apart, you know, we don't live in the same area, but I've always known you as being very confident and very, um, you know, you've always taken good care of yourself, even when we were younger. Like, I, I learned a lot of things, you know, like I was telling you, like the makeup thing, and I think you were the first person who taught me how to flat iron my hair and, like, wrap it. I didn't even know about that because my mother, you know, I didn't have, like, a mother growing up, you know, my mother... Um, you know, died when I was very young. So a lot of things I learned from, like, you, you know what I mean? So I've always known you as being, like, into 
taking care of yourself, whether it was, you know, um, you know, the makeup and the hair and then you, um, you know, dressing really nice. And so do you feel as if that's who you've always been um, or is it something that um, that had to be developed as an adult and it wasn't something that carried over? <laughs> well, when we were in high school, I thought I dressed pretty nice. But I kind of let I kind of let it go a little bit, and you know, makeup and doing my hair. I did slack. I mean, I really did slack on it. And sometimes I do too much myself, and sometimes some things you need to get professionally done. So, I mean, I I do a lot of um looking at magazines now and seeing what I want to wear because I'm not 17. So I really need to stay out of the junior section in the store, but it's hard for me. So I'm evolving as a woman, and it doesn't feel like it's carrying over. It does feel like I'm learning all over again how to dress. And my body's not the same. I'm not as small as I was. So i got to figure out what to put on these hips in this butt. It just it's hard. It's not easy. It is not easy. So I'm. I'm. I can feel myself becoming a 30 year old woman. I'm. I'm about to leave my 20s, and a lot is leaving with my 20s. So right. It's fun though. It's fun buying new clothes and you know trying to look more mature and not having my thong or my behind hanging out. Like that's definitely a no no. In your 20s, people don't frown at at it so much, but in your 30s, people are definitely shaking their heads. So, <laughs> yeah, you can get away with stuff in your 20s, like having your, your belly showing. In my 30s, that is really not acceptable. So I just have to, <laughs> I have to remember, you know, I, ha- I have to dress more mature, especially as a business owner and an office manager. I got a lot more eyes on me now than I had then, so I have to be careful with my image. Very true. Um, it's really funny that you say that because um, I went shopping the other day, um, and I was like, I was buying slacks to wear like every day. Like I was <laughs> like, when like I mean, and I have, you know I have my um, you know my jeggings and stuff like that, but like I was actually wearing like the stuff I would wear to work. I was like, this is stuff that I would actually wear. Um, like if I was just going out somewhere, like, and I was like, dang, I'm I'm really growing up because this, like, it was like my work clothes and then, you know, my everyday clothes, and now my work clothes are becoming everyday clothes. I'm like, this is crazy, you know. But you do have to change your image, you know. The older you get, you know, you can't be walking around. Um, you know, I still got a little cleavage showing sometimes, you know what I mean. But you can't be walking around here looking like. Like you trying to um, bring sexy back sixteen style, like I mean, <laughs> like you can't. So that's interesting, you know, that you say that. Um, very interesting. So um, we've talked about that. All right. So we're gonna go a little deeper. Um, let's talk about. Okay, you know, you've been married for a long time, 
And, you know, anybody who has common sense knows that, you know, in relationships, you know, it's a lot of give and take, you know, and it's a lot of sacrifice. And, um, you know, and everything isn't always, I think some people think like, especially when you first get in a relationship, like, oh, this is wonderful. You know, we're just going to look at each other and we're always going to feel like this. And you always don't (laughs) feel like, you know, like, sometimes you don't feel like getting it in. And sometimes you don't feel like, you know, sacrificing and you don't, you know. But um, what would you say um, as far as marriage is one of the hardest things to address to? For me, it is money, sharing my money. You know, they say marriage is supposed to be 50-50 and, you know, what's yours is his and what's his is yours. And that that's difficult. That That's hard, you know. You want to think of it like that, but you also want to protect yourself because a lot of marriages don't last. So money was something that was difficult for me and my husband when we got married, that whole joint account thing. He wasn't trying to hear it. I wasn't trying to hear it. I don't want him to know how much money I really got. He don't want me to know how much money we really got. So it took me a minute to come up with a system because I refused to argue about money. I love to spend money. I'm going to spend money. Nobody's going to stop me from spending money, but, you know, I still want to make sure my bills get paid. So money was really the toughest thing. And I started thinking, man, I don't know if I want to do this, if I got to share my money. So that was definitely the hardest thing. I had to read some books about how to manage our finances as a as a married couple as opposed to us just being boyfriend, girlfriend, trying to split the rent. So money was the hardest thing. That's interesting. You know, um, money is a lot of people's issue, you know, and – I know for myself, you know, I am very um, private with my finances, like, because if I buy something and I know, like, I shouldn't have bought it and I'm having buyer's remorse, you know, because of it, I don't need nobody telling me, oh, I see, if you would have just, mm-mm. I got my money and you got your money and, you know, let's, we could take, you know, 50-50 on a lot of different things, but I don't think, you know, I'm not, I've never been married. But I think it, that would be a very hard thing for me is to um, have to admit, like, oh, I spent this money or, oh, I didn't I didn't do this or, or you know, or they didn't do it and I did it and I now i got to make up for, like, I think that's probably why I'm single. So, I mean, but, like, <laughs> but, you know, what are some ways, like, that, I mean, what are some things that you did that made um, a difference? Um, with that because, I mean, obviously what you were doing, you know, worked because you lasted so long. So, I mean, even if it was almost like we just ignored it into a little way, I mean, but, like, what are some of the things that you did? Because, I mean, that is a huge problem. Like, um, divorces happen every day because of that. And it's like, you know, um, because of that money issue, it's like that that money, you know, you can't live off of um, love. You know, so what are some things that you did that helped you to get past that stage? Like, what are, like, some tips? Well, I came up with a system. Um, As you know, I'm really organized. So I calculated our monthly bills. Um, I added $500. That was how much we needed to put into our 
account one for that month. And whatever was left over from our paychecks, we got to keep and spend it however we wanted. And when I calculated the bills, I calculated everything, gas, lunch money, stuff for the kids. So whatever we don't spend on bills goes into the savings account, and it'll just, you know, carry over every month. And then at the end of the year, we go Christmas shopping with what's in the savings account. And that worked for us. It worked for me because I'm I'm good with my money. Even though I like to spend money, I'm I'm a really good budgeter. I'm always getting a deal. I'm calling Verizon. I'm telling them about themselves. And so we had a good savings, so we were able to Christmas shop and still have money in a savings account. So I I just I got tired of arguing about money, and I came up with a system that he could work with. As long as he had money left over after he got paid, he was fine. So it, it really worked for us. And I even shared that system with my sister when her and her husband couldn't, you know, get their money situation straightened out. I told her what what my plan was, what my strategy was. So mm-hmm. we had um, three checking accounts and one savings account, and then I had a secret savings account. So we had a checking account for bills, one for each of us, and then we had mm-hmm. our savings account. And it, it worked that way. I mean, he, he'll tell you that that was a good way to do it. Yeah. Nothing got paid late. Because you don't realize when you pay your bills late and they add on that late fee, if you calculate it by 12 and you see what you're paying in late fees every year, you'll spank yourself for paying your bills late. So I that's one thing I don't do anymore. When I was younger, I didn't know any better, but now I know better. Okay, so say that again because I need to hear that. Okay. Okay. So you so we calculated have, it by 12? I, we, I calculated our monthly bills. I added $500 just for miscellaneous stuff. You know, my truck, you know, had car problems, whatever. So I added $500. We split that amount. That's how much each of us had to come up with every month. So if that is, you know, if it was $1,700, then that's how much money we had to put in account one every month. Whatever was left out of our checks, we got to keep. And then we paid our bills out of the bill checking account. Whatever was left at the end of the month, it went into the savings account. I didn't leave it there. It went into the savings account. Girl, yes. <laughs> you had that argument about money enough times, you'll figure it out. It it worked, you know. It definitely worked. He had his money. I had mine. You know, if he wanted to spend all his money, that was it. That was it. He was he was eating air for lunch at work. So, I mean, it it worked for him. He he rarely ever ran out of money because he knew that was that's all you got. And our bills got paid. Our kids got everything they needed. I mean, when I budgeted, I budgeted everything: uh, karate and dance classes, gas, lunch, anything that I thought we might spend money on. That went into the budget. That was a bill. Um, that's impressive. I need to do that. So much you think I should copyright that? Yeah, yeah. You might want to write a book about that. That's deep, though. Like, and you said, how many accounts did you have? Because I'm trying to, I'm about to fix my That's three checking accounts. One checking account for him. One checking account for me, and one for bills. Okay, so the bill checking account. You said, like, for instance, seventeen. Um, you both had to come up. So it was like you said $1,700, well, let's just say $1,700, and then y'all would split that in half. Is that what you said? And then Well, 
put it like this. My bills came up to like $3,500 a month. Mm-hmm. So every month I had to put seventeen fifty. Seventeen. Oh, both bills. of you guys had to put regardless. Yeah. Regardless, regardless of how much the seventeen fifty. Okay. Regardless of how many days you called out sick, he had to come up with seventeen fifty. No excuses. So out of my check, what was that like? Almost nine hundred dollars every two weeks because I get paid every two weeks. So almost nine hundred dollars every two weeks. I still had money left over to do whatever I wanted to do, anything mm-hmm. extra that I wanted to do. I still had money left over to do it. Wow! And that was every month. And then some months, like you know, in the in the winter time, we didn't run our air conditioner, so it was cheaper. Whatever was left over out of the bill money went into the savings account. So if we only spent $3,000 on bills, that's $500 that went into the savings account. Wow. Well, Dad, okay. I mean, that works, though. I'm I'm impressed. That is, that's really impressive. You know, one of I my do share that with people, you know, when people ask me, because it worked and he didn't complain when I came up with it. You know, men want to keep their money. They don't right. want to spend their money. Men are cheap. But he loved that <laughs> idea. Huh. Love it. Because I've been trying to find, you know, ways to manage my money better and to, you know, just as a single person. I mean, it's always awesome when you have those two incomes coming in. But, um, you know, as just as a single person, you know, I do. I am, I am in a relationship, but we're not in the part of where we live together and are sharing the finances. Uh, we spend money on each other, but, you know, it's not the same. So, I mean, that's wisdom. Like, that is, I mean, that's very impressive. But, again, like, that's just who you've always been. Like, you've always been good. I mean, so you did you come out with that on your own? Did anybody teach you that, like a godmother, a grandma, anybody? Wow. I came out with that on my own. You know what's crazy? It just hit me, like, this is how we should do it. You know, this is what our bills come up to. Because I keep a spreadsheet of what my bills are every month because mm-hmm. I be trying to catch Verizon, trying to overcharge me. <laughs> so I have a spreadsheet, and every month when I get my bills, I put in the amount because it shouldn't change unless I ordered a movie or something. So, you know, right. most people don't pay attention to their bills. They don't. Most people don't pay them on time anyway. So you just pay whatever it says at the at the final due at the bottom. I don't do that. I actually read through my bills. I'm not playing. I didn't order anything, you know, and I cut back spending on food. When you buy food, you don't I always tell my niece, like, you buy food and then you poop it out. Like, you just pooped out your money. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. You could have just cooked something. So mm-hmm. I really try, especially with McDonald's. If I'm going to eat out, I'm going to a restaurant. Okay. And even there, I'm going to be frugal with my money. So when I stop eating McDonald's, like, I really don't eat McDonald's anymore. My kids eat it, but I don't ever order anything for myself. Mm-hmm. I saw that I saved a lot of money. A lot of money, so I, I just look for ways where I can cut back, and okay. you'll, you'll see your money. Cause we buy silly stuff. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, I got Netflix, I got Amazon Prime, and I have every c- cable channel. I don't need all that, but you know I, that's something that I want to have. I want to be able to turn on the TV and watch whatever I want. So, but I cut oh. back in other areas. Okay. Well, I used to spend, and you know, Brandy, I used to spend like a hundred dollars just getting my nails and toes done. Yeah. So now I'm just 
Just getting the color, no designs. I'm too old for all that busyness on my nails. And um, you was out in New York because she's originally from New York. And um, um, it was a, were you from Bed Stuy? Yes, Brooklyn. Okay, um, Bed Stuy, Brooklyn, and um. She would come back with like a hundred dollar pair of jeans. Like, remember them pair of suits on jeans? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and people would be like, "Oh my god, she!" I couldn't even fit pair of suits jeans back then, but um, not even now. But um, he was like, "You're," they were like, "Oh my god, she got all pair of suits on jeans," and I and I had to look them up. Like, what is pair of Because you know, I was like, you know, thick ones. You know what I'm saying? And so, and then, like, they like, them jeans is $100. Oh, my dang. She went and bought a $100 pair of jeans. I mean, you know, you do what you got to do. But so, you know, but you've never been a person, though, even with you buying those jeans, I'm pretty sure you made that in your budget because you've always been that way. Yeah. Um, I like, like that, too. <laughs> I like to have nice stuff. You should have saw me looking for a Michael Kors person, Macy's, the other day. But I went <laughs> I waited because I know that day after Christmas sale, it ain't as good as that week after Christmas sale. People don't right. think about it. Like, all that stuff they couldn't sell, y'all. Yeah, I went and scooped it all up yesterday at Macy's. <laughs> yeah, I know, I okay. Yeah. I know, so I'm, I'm very, very frugal. I will make anything myself. Like, I'll make my own lotion. I will do anything myself just to save a couple of dollars because that kind of stuff's not important to me. I why like, didn't I get that jean? Like, like, while we were best friends, why didn't that, like, I need, like, for real, like, I needed that, like, um, I'm bad with money, like, horrible with money. I'm I'm working on it. I think in my 30s I'm going to be 10 times better than I was in my 20s, uh, which is going to be very good. Um, I think that um, all of the hard lessons I've had to learn from not being frugal, um, I think that I'll, I think – I'm hoping that in my 30s this will be um, ten times better. But um, I've all like she's always been like the um, like like she was preparing for college when we first got in high school. I just figured out I was going to college <laughs> right after we graduated from high school. Like I was taking my PSATs and stuff. But you've always been like a planner. And um, or like very organized, and you always had like an idea of what you wanted to do. Um, so I'm not surprised at that, but I do believe that you should be writing a book or 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 something. Having um, I don't know, maybe doing stuff on YouTube, get yourself out there. I really do think so because I think you've done a, a terrific job, a magnificent job, um, being you know, remaining the woman that you are, um, having your children, um, you know, being a wife, going through, you know, the trials and tribulations of life, and you still um, remain diamond. And um, I I mean, I couldn't ask for a better best friend. Like, you know, especially you always have people around you. I believe that you have people around you that um, help you to grow and help you to be a better person. And you know what you're not, they are, and vice versa. You know what I mean. And I am have been blessed and thankful. You know that I have like such awesome friends. Like you know we had Capri on the show last week, and then we have you. 
um, this week and just to be able to, like, you know, share, you know, for you to share your wisdom and knowledge. And I know it hasn't been easy, you know, um, by any means, but the fact that, um, you know, even looking at your picture, you know, the, of, of the advertisement of the show and, you know, seeing you with with your children, I mean, like, you have done an exceptional job and I can't imagine what you're going to be like in your 30s. Like, what do you wish for um, for your 30s? Like, if you could have, like, your, like the next five years, what would you like to happen? I want to start another business. Um, and I want to be successful. I want to... I want to own stuff. <laughs> I, I really do. I want to um, buy a, ho- a house. Nothing too big, but I just I want to do what normal people want to do. Yeah. I just feel like I've peaked at my at my in my twenties. I've peaked. Like I can't do anything else in my twenties, so I'm ready to go into my thirties and tackle all my new goals and mm-hmm. be peaceful and work out and be adventurous. That's something that I haven't done in my 20s, really. Like, I've been real safe, mm-hmm. you know? I've been really safe. I don't want to be safe anymore. So okay. I want to have some adventures and do some stuff and, you know, travel and just live life because I feel like I've been a little dormant and I, I need to waken Diamond up and see how she is, you know, with a couple of drinks. <laughs> I know that's right. That's it. That's all I, I want to do. I know that's right. And I want you to talk about your boutique, and I want you to um, let people know exactly what's on the website and how they can get to it and how they can, um, you know, get get all of the latest fashion. So I want this is your time to um, let everybody know exactly um, how to get that. Because I saw some really cute stuff. If I could fit it, girl, I would have been on it. Um, they, you know, I don't think they have like the, you know, I'm, I'm losing some weight now, but um, that's okay though. Oh but, no, I got plus size stuff up there. Okay, I'll I'll do, I got the I'm borderline in that plus size. No, I, I have to. <laughs> I have to have the plus size stuff up there. So you know, the newest thing on my boutique is probably um, waist control leggings. You know, uh-huh. because. I look good in leggings, but I just need a little waist control. Mm-hmm. So I decided to um, add those in all sizes. So I-, I love wearing my leggings. It's comfortable. Um, but my boutique is um, CS Indulgence. My husband actually encouraged me to open it um, because he thinks that I can do anything, which is something good about him. He thinks that we should have been millionaires because I'm so smart. But I just wanted to see if I could really open a boutique, which is interesting because I'm not very um, fashionable, or at least I don't feel like I am. But I have very trendy clothes on my boutique. I'm not a very trendy person, Brandy. You know that. I'm very earthy. Um, <laughs> so it's a lot of club club clothes, no work clothes on a boutique. Just club clothes, trendy stuff, yesindulgence.com. Everything is reasonably priced. Um, look out for Valentine's Day sale. Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday, so I always do a huge sale for Valentine's Day. 
Mm-hmm. And spend some money. Okay. So y'all heard it there. It's dsindulgence.com. Okay. And you can go on there, you know, look and get, I mean, I'm telling you, like, there was some really cute stuff. Like, I, you know, I automatically, you know, when you're a plus-size girl, I think just a, um, I think I should put, like, hashtag um, big girl problems because, like, you always just, <laughs> you always just be like, oh, that probably won't fit me. You know what I mean? Um, you know, especially, and and what's funny is I always tell Diamond that she's in her grown-up weight now. Because she's always, like, when we were growing up, she was like a zero, one, two. I don't even know if they have size one or is it go to two. I'm not even sure. I've never been that size. But you were always very, very petite. And then when she started having children, you know, she got, like, a little bit of hips on her. Um, I think it actually looks good on her. I think that, um, you know, it it wasn't anything that – I think it was probably a shock to her. How did you – let me ask you that question, because I thought you looked good. I was like, okay, I'll see you out here, you know, especially when you first had Sonata. And uh, I remember um, Keyshawn was like, which is her sister, if you're listening, Keyshawn, hi. But um, she was like, look at Diamond's shape, and you have, like, the perfect, like, hip-to-waist ratio right after having Sonata. I'll never forget that. Uh, Do you remember that? I do, but, you know, at the time, I didn't feel any bigger. I didn't notice it until I was trying to put on my old clothes and they didn't fit. And I was like, what's going on? So I didn't feel any bigger. And I kind of still don't feel bigger, but I know that I am. Thank you. I think I look good, too. Like, I'm not mad at my size. I'm going to lose a couple pounds. But, you know, thick is in, so... I'm going to rock it until it's not in no more. Then I'm going to... I know, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I mean, yeah, this is my grown woman weight, grown woman weight, and it feels good. I feel healthy, so I guess that's the most important thing. And let me ask you that. That's a, a really good, you know, um, place to go with this. Um, there's a lot of women out here um, who've had children, and they're not that size zero, you know, anymore, size two, size, you know, three, hell, they're not even the top seven. You know what I mean? Like, they have totally changed. Like, they they have um, transformed into um, their adult person. And um, some of them just didn't lose their baby weight, and some of them, you know, just, you know, have so many hats that they can't lose the weight. They don't feel beautiful anymore. They don't feel like they got it together. What are some things that you do um, after you had the kids? Because after your second one where – um, did you suffer with low self-esteem at first when the when you started noticing that the pants didn't fit, or you can go to certain size stores and fit clothes that you used to couldn't fit? Um, did it cause any type of depression or anything? And um, how did you battle that? If so, right after I had my kids, I felt good because people were complimenting me. Like you know, right after I had my son, he stayed in the hospital, and I went home. And I remember I was in Dollar General, and somebody said, didn't you have a baby three days ago? I was like, yeah, you know, I was looking good. (laughs) But now I do suffer, you know, my weight. It it bothers me only because, not because I think I'm too big, but because if I gain weight at the rate that I've been gaining it, then I'm not going to be able to do anything about it soon. So, you know, I work out now. I want to wear a bathing suit one more time 
before, you know, I just hang it up and say, okay, that's enough. You know, so that's my goal for the summertime, to get into a bikini and look good, take some pictures, and I'm going to take it off and I'm going to let it go. But I I feel good. I I just want to have some control over how much weight I'm gaining and, you know, so it doesn't get out of hand and staying healthy and stuff. Okay. And and I think that that's cool. Um, I want you to, for the woman that's listening right now that is struggling um, with all of those hats and, you know, not maybe looking like you did in the beginning of, you know, the journey of you having children and being married and, and you know, maybe she um, has lost herself a little bit and trying to get it back together, trying to figure it all out. Um, I want you to speak to that lady right now that's listening, and I want you just to, um, you know, just give her a little bit of hope and encouragement because there's so many women out here that um, feel like they're and they are going through, some of them go through postpartum, you know, they, they, um, you know, we talked about, you know, hey, they may not be, um, their love life might have fallen, you know, because, hey, you know, things have changed, things are not the same anymore, which, I mean, that's life, but um, some people don't bounce back quite easily. Um, I want you to encourage that lady right now and just give her some hope a little bit. Well, if you're in a situation where you feel like you're losing yourself and you're losing hope and you don't know what to do, I think the best thing to do is remember the last time you were really happy and think about what made you happy, what was different in your life, and try to bring that back. And, you know, one mistake that we make is, you know, sacrificing too much for our families. I'm one person. I sacrificed a lot for mine, but you have to keep a little bit of something for yourself or you won't really have much to give to your kids and your your spouse. You definitely want to keep a little bit to yourself. So best advice that I ever got from one of my aunts is, Use your support system. That's what they're there for. And it's okay to be a little bit selfish. So, you know, if you're at the mall and you're taking a little longer than you told your babysitter you would, so what? You you deserve an extra hour. So, you know, be a little selfish and give yourself a little bit more and nurture yourself a little bit more, and you'll be a better mother and wife and sister and daughter because of it. So that's really important. Thank you so much for that. Um, you know, I just, it's really important, and that's what the Goddess Central radio talk show is about, is women, um, real women, you know, coming together, talking about the real deal, talking about, hey, you know, um, I, I did gain some weight, I didn't gain some weight, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, my husband's this, you know, whatever. You know, it's for us to be able to come together um, without all of the shade and all of the craziness, Um and be able to come together on one accord because I do believe that in this time period and this dispensation that we're in um, is very crucial. Um, we are in the age of Aquarius right now where um, the, the feminine energy um, is very high right now. The goddess energy is very high right now um, where I feel as if um, for so long we were um, under a patriarchal um, society where women, you know, we just got the right to vote in 2000, I said 2000, in 1920, you know, and a lot of women don't realize that it hasn't even been um, 100 years, you know, since we, you know, 
couldn't even vote, you know, even before, you know, even a black man was able to vote before any woman of any kind, of any, you know. And I think we forget that, you know, that um, affirmative action helped us too, you know what I mean? Like um, that we are just getting the positions where we're making the money. And um, But in this time period, um, you'll see a lot more of the god people talking about the goddess and embracing femininity and, and loving who you are and embracing that. And it is very important for women of all kinds to come together on one accord and to start loving each other and realizing that we're not enemies and that just like, you know, any race of people who have been oppressed, we um, are a, a, we are a, um, a species of, you know, we're women, and we have been oppressed. We have been told that, you know, if if we were powerful, that we would be single, that, you know, our job and our role was just to be um, the wife and, and the, the, you know, and we, and we have surpassed all of that. We're now, um, like my friends, CEOs and office managers and mothers and still cook and still is a wife and still holds it down. And that's a powerful woman within itself. And I think that, you know, that's the what we want to do here on the Goddess Central is to have real women discussing real issues and us all coming together and realizing that we're not enemies. Everybody don't want your man. You know, um, and then the ones that do, you know, we have to realize what's really going on there. Um, And what we also have to realize is that there's several places in this world still that women do not have the right to vote. And if they don't have sex in three days with their husband or deny their husband sex or, you know, they're being starved to death and beaten to death. Um, even right now, still to this day. So it is imperative that as women we come together and we strengthen one another. Um, I do want to thank you so much, Diamond, for um, coming on to the show. I know it was definitely last minute, but um, I wouldn't have, I couldn't have planned this any better than how it came out. Um, I've learned a lot. Um, I'm going to be calling you up because I need you to help me with my finances. Um, for real, like I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like I got to go into my 30s. Um, out here making, you know, making moves. So, um, but I thank you for being so honest and being so um, transparent with everything that you've given. I mean, you've given us a lot, but um, I hope that there's someone out there that will listen to this and will say, hey, you know, I can do this. I can live this life. I don't have to be depressed. I don't have to be, um, I don't have to hurt in silence that I can actually um, be the best woman that I can be, and I don't have to be perfect, but I can still love myself. So I really want to thank you so much. And um, is there anything that you would like to say, any final words, anything that you would like to um, impart? I just want to say thank you for inviting me on your show. It's my first time being on, and it was a lot of fun. So thank you. Well, you're definitely welcome. You're definitely welcome. And um, I'm going to look in the message room. I don't think we have any. um, I know there was the games were on tonight, and I know people were very busy. Usually I think I'm going to have to change my day um, because women are just as much into football now as men. So um, (laughs) Sundays are probably really bad for people. But um, this show does air every Sunday. Um, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. 
by either going to www.talkshoe.com forward slash TC, as in Top Cat, forward slash 22030, or you can call and participate on the show by calling 724-444-7444, extension 22030. Also, I do tarot astrology reading. Um, I do those um, every day. Um, If you want more information about that, you can look me up on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Ariel, the Pisces goddess, and that is Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, the Pisces, P-I-S-C-E-S, goddess, 2G. Um, So you can look me up on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash Ariel, the Pisces goddess, or you can call 937-474-0204. And again, that's 937-474-0204. And um, I do tarot and astrology readings at the same time. I put them together into one um, to give you more uh, satisfaction. They are $20 per reading. Um, So if you're interested, um, please hit me up. I do relationship readings, past life readings. I do do, um, life progression charts. Um, I'm very accurate, and I just wanted to... Um, put that out there just in case you're looking for, um, especially for today's the full moon, and the full moon is in Cancer. I forgot to mention that. And both her and I are water signs, so we're probably very sentimental and all up in our, um, all in our watery state, in our watery place in our lives right now. So um, I do love the full moon, and um, get your full moon rating, $20. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and, um, close off the show. I thank all of you guys for tuning in. I am going to be posting the recording of the show on my Facebook, and um, I'm trying to figure out how to do it on Instagram. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and post that up there so that those who weren't able to listen can. Um, I just want to remind you that this is the best day of the rest of your life. Don't wait until tomorrow to do what you can do today. Understand that you are the chosen Where you're at right now is where you're supposed to be at. So just understand that in order to move forward, you have to embrace the now. Um, Tackle all of the lessons that you need to learn so that you can move forward, because if you don't, it will go into a circle where you will be in the same zone until you learn that lesson. Life is a school um, of lessons and learning, and that's what we are all here on earth, and that's our commonality is that with all of us, there's always struggle. But if you have faith in yourself, you love yourself, and you love others, and you treat others the way you want to be treated after you've learned to love yourself, um, it opens up doors of opportunity. And just know that the goddess and the God is with you. And until next week, you have a wonderful evening, and thanks for tuning in to The Goddess Central Radio Talk Show.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.